Episode 1, Dante Green, my guy, Caleb Hodson. What's up, what's we up? We live, baby. We live. It's finally here. Very, yes, yes. Very, very happy to uh, to get this started. Um, it's been a long time coming. We've been putting in a lot of work. And, uh, you know, we're finally happy to have everything ready and and ready to put out some some good material. Caleb, how you feeling? Perfect timing too, man. Right, uh, watching the Celtics Philly game right now. We're recording on Tuesday night of, uh, you know, a beautiful new NBA season that I'm excited. I'm really excited for this year. It's gonna a be a very, very exciting NBA season up, up up ahead of us. I believe a lot of guys are healthy. Um, a lot of guys are in shape. Most importantly, um, you know, like you said, we're sitting here watching the Sixers and and the Celtics. Uh, James Harden is is a guy who who took a lot of flank and um, last year and 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 you know he looks to be in shape looks good like he's dropped some weight he said a hundred pounds but I think it's more of the twenty twenty five range maybe thirty yeah hundred uh, hundred pounds seems absolutely insane <laughs> I think he was definitely trolling the media on that one he was not that but, big uh, <laughs> nah he wasn't that big but he was he looks good though he looks good and um. You know, we got it. Got us a good game going on right now so far. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, should should be one like both these teams are. I don't know. Pretty controversial in my in my opinion. Um, obviously, we got Very the much so. we got the Ime Adoka situation looming. Um, mm-hmm. And for Philly, I mean. Is this the year Doc Rivers gets it done, or is this the year Doc Rivers is out? Uh, I feel like this is a make or break season for them. That's it's uh, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy because you know you have the Celtics who went to the you know to the championship last year, and um, unfortunately, you know, had all that that drama happen over over the summer in the off season, and uh, now it's kind of like you know where. Where are they going to go? You know, what's the expectations for the Celtics? Can they make it back to the finals? The East is loaded. Um, you know, can the 76ers get over the hump? I think they're a team, most importantly, that 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 needs to make it to the, at least to the finals this year, I believe. I mean, James restructured his contract. They pay, uh, Did they pay Maxi this year? Did Maxi just I, get a bag? I don't think, I think, I think, I don't know if he got an extension yet. Um, I think he might be up next year. Yeah, he's still on a four-year. Oh, he's, he's still on a four-year, twelve million dollar deal. Um, yeah, so he'll get his extension next year. This would be. Yep. He'll have to. He'll have to continue this to do his thing. I mean, he, I already know he's gonna get paid. Yeah, he's, he's gonna get it back. I don't know if he'll get it from the six yeah. or so. We'll see. I I think he will. I think he will. Um, I I got a question Doc, for. I mean, you you've been through this, but coaching drama. Um, how does that affect you going into a season? I don't know if you've had a situation like this, but you've been through a million different systems when you were with you were with, with SAC and in a you know a course of your career. So, what does that do for your psyche? I mean, this this happened maybe a month before the season. All this went down. Yeah, I, it's it's a lot to deal with. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I, I can only imagine. You know, reporters always that's the number one question, or at least for a while it was for sure. You know, what's going on with Emay? 
uh, how are the guys more? How's the guys' morale on the team and the locker room? Blase, blase. So it can be a lot um, in the beginning, but I think with them, as far as uh, you know, being, them being a, a, a pretty veteran team uh, with with Tatum and Brown, uh, they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay. Um, it's tough, but I mean the uh, the the was it the intermediate head coach that was that took his place was already there. So it's not like they're bringing somebody new in. Like like us in Sacramento, I had what five coaches in in four years, something like that, something crazy. So uh, yeah, no, nah, they're not bringing nobody in new, no new system. I don't believe. Um, let's just go out there and 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 do. What we know what we need to do. What you need to do, do what you know to do, and um, they'll be all right. This is game one of the doubleheader tonight, and we got a uh, Lakers Dubs coming Ooh. up after. Ring night. Ring night. Ring night. I think the I think part of the reason why there's so much buzz going into the season, just the Warriors are back. I mean, the dynasty is fully intact. They're defending. And I think that just brings everybody like I, I feel like it, it gets everybody a little bit more headhunty a, a little bit. Like, all right, we, we gotta show up. Like there's there's no chance that we just surprise get to the finals like the Warriors are there, like uh, from teams in the West. Like last year, it was wide open. You know, um, the True. Warriors, you know, the storyline last year was, all right, are the, what are the Warriors going to look like? Obviously, they get a, a brand new Andrew Wiggins that becomes, uh, you know, a top like defender in the league. All-star. And then, all-star. And then you get Jordan Poole. You just pay him a bag. So I, I think like, it just kind of seems like the whole buzz of the league is back up because the Warriors are back up. But that's that's just I don't know. That's just my 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 stupid outlook of. And then on the top last... of that, you got all the Draymond and Jordan Poole drama. So for sure, all eyes are on the Warriors again, especially in the see, West. And I believe that they're the favorites in the West. See, that's a huge storyline for good reason. But at the end of the day, um, it it might. You know, it, it could result in, in Draymond, you know, indirectly leaving at the end of the season if, if the Warriors decide not to pay him. As obviously, they just gave Jordan Poole a bag. However, the fact that they have, like, some extra added motivation, more of a fuck you to the media, like, yo, we're the defending champs. You can talk about this fight all the time, but at the end of the day, we're the defending champs. Like, so I think that's getting almost too much. And obviously, we're sitting here talking about it on episode one, but... I don't know. I don't think it's going to affect them at all, to be honest. I, I don't think. I don't think it is. But I mean, it's going to get annoying for them too, just with the with the you know how the media hypes everything up. But I mean, a, a situation like that, it could it could bring the team closer. It could bring guys closer, or it could drive a wedge. Yeah. I mean, even the situation, same situation with Draymond and, and KD. You know, I, I don't, I don't think that was the reason um, why KD left. But that did have a that did play a big part in it, especially with how the Warriors handled the situation. So, um, you know, we, we, we don't know exactly what's going on in the locker room right now and how they've handled it. Obviously, he was away from the team for a bit and, and was fined a certain amount of money. Um, I don't know if the, the amount came out, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, time, time will tell. Um, but, you know, they're, like you said, they're coming off their fourth championship. And Jordan Poole made a statement to say, you know, I'm I'm here to 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 win win trophies, win championships, win games. Um, and 
And as long as they keep that mindset, uh, they'll be all right. What else are you looking forward to this year? I know we we could you know. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to my Nets, and I say my Nets because your Nets. I'm a Kevin Durant fan. Now I was talking to my guy earlier. It's crazy. Shout out to my guy, uh, Cam Coop. He was saying like, you know, yo, who's your team? And I was like, ah, you know, I really don't have a team. Um, Growing up, I really didn't have a team. We had the Wizards growing up in Baltimore, but we wasn't nobody really no Wizards fans. Um, Of course, I'm I'm a big Michael Jordan guy. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, uh, Tracy McGrady. But, uh, you know, uh, outside of that, I didn't have a team. So he was like, yo, it's time. You need to pick a team. I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'm 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 a KD fan, and I hope that Melo goes. I'm a big Melo fan. I hope Melo goes to Brooklyn. So I'll go with the Nets this year. That'll, that'll be my team. Um, but I want to see them get over the hump. Like I want to see Kyrie and, and KD play a full season together and, and, and see how a healthy Ben Simmons looks. Um, which he looked good the other night against Giannis. It was just a preseason, but uh, defensively he, he you know did some great things and he was a little aggressive, a little more aggressive. Um, still haven't seen him take a jump shot yet, but you know hopefully that comes and uh, I think I think they they that's that's why I, that's another team that you got to see get out the East, man. Like you know, lost to the Bucks off of a off of a big toe on the line. Um, Year before last, last year, knocked out in the first round. Um, don't think they were healthy either. Uh, so you know, this is this is a a a, a winner winner go home type of year for them too. Like, you know, if, yeah. if they don't make it over the hump, do you blow the team up? You know, do you really go ahead and trade Kyrie and KD? You know, what comes from it? So it's going to be a very uh, it's, a, it's just, I mean, everybody has a very interesting story around the league, especially in the East. Because the East is just, it's, it's just stacked. loaded, man. It's stacked. It, man. It's starting so, to flip the script. I mean, for years, like literally years, it was. Oh yeah, the West dominated for sure. Dominated. Well, and there'd sure. be teams like you get like the sixth, seventh seeds would be borderline five hundred teams, and then the eighth seed would be you know six games under five hundred. There's a fifty-one team in the West not making the playoffs, so it's kind of cool to see that parity. And I think like KD going to the Knicks or the Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, when he first went there, I thought that's exactly what was going to happen with the league. And um, actually, you know, it, it hasn't been Brooklyn that's that's been there. It's been the rest of the East as KD got there. So that was kind of interesting. Like you would think KD's going there. Brooklyn's just going to dominate the East. They'll be that that penciled in team every year. But no, it, it kind of like sparked. Um, I mean, a lot of guys changed changed jerseys in a similar time frame going to the East, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm excited to watch Ben Simmons play with Katie and Kyrie. I, you know, there's everybody's made their jokes about Ben Simmons, but to me, I, I've been pretty, uh, you know, like let the guy live. Like I, I don't know, I'm I'm a I'm a very like you got to do what you got to do. Um, and and if I don't really like I don't like uh, second guessing guys' decisions on what they do business wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that's that's what we're we're. <laughs> starting a podcast for, but I don't know. I, I'm excited to see how, how it works, how the offense is going to run, if they're going to run it through Ben Simmons or if it's going to be more of, um, you know, who, who takes it, who, who takes it up. Doesn't matter. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, Kyrie's a very good off ball player and so is KD. And I think that'll be the, the best way for them to, I think work if, if Ben's initiating some of the offense off the wing. Um, and Ben likes to run too, man. His, the way he pushes is his pace to get the ball up the court. Um, even if it's not even him just dribbling up the court, like him just getting it and, and 
you know, outletting up ahead and just getting the offense started early. That'll be a, a, a good thing for them, um, I think, offensively. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Nets, Nets will be fun. Um, who else in the East are we missing? That, uh, I mean, obviously the Bucks. Um, I got Giannis got is, the to Bucks. me, the, the best player you got in the Miami. League. Best player on the world. I mean, obviously Steph, like Steph is, but uh, as far as just dominating players, I mean, like – I just love watching that dude play basketball. It's it's insane. Yeah. I mean, you, you still got, you know, you got the the Grizz. You have the Pelicans who are going to be at the lower half of the, you know, the, of the West. Um, but still, you know, very, very good, uh, good teams. You got Jamal Murray coming back in Denver. You know, what nobody really is talking about enough that I think they should be is the Clippers, man. The Kawhi yep. looks like a machine right now. Um, Paul George looks very healthy. He was able to get out and do open, you know, do the open runs up at UCLA this year. I saw a lot of videos of that. Um, John Wall is back and hungry and and ready to prove that, you know, he can still get out there and get busy. Uh, it's, it's a lot of teams, man. It's the, the whole season. I'm telling you, the whole league top to bottom, I think, is, is going to be really good, man. You got to get guys. I feel bad for, like, the Bulls um, with – with uh, yeah. you know, Lonzo being hurt, that's gonna hurt them. I think he's gonna be out for a significant amount of time too. Yeah, um, that's tough. I mean, I I do love the bull. I do kind of love their. I love them with him. I don't yeah. like them with, with him for sure. Yeah. I mean, DeRozan did his thing last year in the regular season, but come playoff time, man, they 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 really needed Lonzo. So, bro, we haven't even talked about the Cavs. Mm, the Cavs. I mean, they, they, I still think they're a young team. I don't think in yeah. the long run they're going to be, you know, they're, they're going to be good, uh, you know, early on regular season. But when it comes down to it, uh, I, I don't think it's – I don't think they're going to make any noise, to be honest. Uh, even though yeah, the Donald I mean, Mitchell trade the was big still for come them. back to star power. Um, and if you don't have I don't, two or three guys – I don't I don't know how that's you going to uh, It's going to be tough. Work as far as, like, you know, when playoff time, when playoff time come around, man, it's a, it's a different league, man. It's tough. So, but I do love how they play. They 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 play so unselfishly. They kind of yeah. everybody knows their role, and now they have a star. So they're another I team think. that's going to be the future. You know, you got them. You have I look at them, um, the Pelicans and and uh, and Memphis, and even OKC too. Teams no, of the future. Come on. OKC got some. We got to talk about the Kings before we talk about OKC. But yeah, no, no, Kings or no, nah, I'm not. Where where am I gonna? No, we're gonna hit the play in this year. We're hitting the play in this year. Negative. I'm, I'm telling you, I love Kimmer, it. I love, you have not. He is not. You have not watched. Kings fans, no man. I love. I love my Kings, man. I still get love from the city when I go out there. But no, I'm excited for Mike Brown at least. Yeah, I guess you got to give him, but they got to give him a chance, man. Like don't just one or two years and try to fire, him, man. Let them really try to get there and and build something good. I think it is going to take at least at least two to three years underneath Mike for them to 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 really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to they're going to have to win. They still got to win 35-plus this year. I don't care if Mike's got to take his time. I mean, he, he's an established coach. He knows how to win in this league. Um, yeah, for I sure. Think, and, and, and this is their most talented roster probably since shit. Uh, since they had Rudy, IT, and, and Boogie probably in 20... Was that 2015? That was a really talented team, man. That was a talented squad. But I think that's that's probably the most talent they've had since... Um, so, 
if they, if they could fight for a play. And I think the the last two or three playoff spots in the West will be fun to watch. Um, I feel bad for Dame. Yeah, because I think I, there's no way. Like, I don't think Portland will be better than the Kings this year, and that's what sucks for Dame. Nope. It's it's like who 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 is he playing? <laughs> who is he playing with? Like, I don't know who's on their roster. To be honest, that's what's crazy. I haven't even looked at uh at at Portland's roster. Let's look it up. I, this is uh, let's see who is Jeremy Grant. You know Nurkic coming back. Oh, yeah, they I mean, do they got Jeremy Grant. Oh, so they and got Jeremy a squad. Grant. Okay, yeah, they got they got they did add. I a forgot lot of, they added they added Jeremy. Oh man, that's Syracuse Justice right Winslow. There. So they they picked up some ath- some athletic guys to play with Dame Gary Payton. I think will be a, a nice a nice guy coming off the bench for them. Um, Josh Hart. Yeah. The, so, but once again, they don't have a second, like a second scorer. And even when Dame had CJ, like his nerf is going to stay healthy too. Enough. That's another thing. Yeah. So, I mean, Blazers, they're in that category. They they could, you know, they could compete for a play in. You talked about the Pelicans. I Still think loving they, the young kid though. Anthony Simmons. Um, Simons is, is it Simons or Simmons? I think it's Simons. He's nice Simons, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just the West is tough, man. Just the West is tough. And you still got Phoenix. You still have Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Yeah. That'll be um I don't know if they can like be a top three team in the West this year. What what were they? Number two. And they're, last not gonna year? Get, they're not gonna get worse. I just don't think they got better. Well, they, won, um, they were one or two like they were one last year, wasn't they? They were one. I think record wise, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna get. I don't think they're gonna get back there. I, I, I never know. I, I never sleep on Chris Paul. I would tell you that. That's very true. Every time we write Chris Paul off, he comes back like that OKC year. Exactly. People that was killed one of his, him. Oh my god! Killed him. Why are you After going? The, yeah. They swore. They swore he wasn't even going to show up. And what did he do? He goes there early. Got him to the playoffs. Got him to the playoffs. Unbelievable. Yeah, he but can't yeah. ever knock out CP. But nope. thirty-seven. You know. We're getting up there. So, I, like, Book's going to have to average 30 for them to, I think, remain a top three team unless DeAndre Ayton takes a huge, huge step, which I don't he know. He possibly I love, could. He could. I mean, he, they just need him to get 40 and 20, like, every couple nights. Like, that's a real thing. They need that from him. 40 and 20? Uh, 30. Yeah. 40 from DeAndre that's who he's supposed to be, though. He's supposed to be a just dominant big man that, that can't be stopped. But he's not, like, though. He's I not know. a Joel Embiid. He's not a, 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 a joker. He's not. And it's okay, though, because he's still a a very good big man. He's still a very good player. Agreed. He's just not, he's just not a 40 and 30 kind of no. guy. Maybe, maybe, maybe a couple times out the season, you know, feeling good, you know. Against, I think my point uh, is he needs to be like head and shoulders the second best player on the team. I think for them, I, I just like I'm not once again don't want to count CP3 out, but he needs to be the he needs to be the third best player. Like he needs to literally grab eight and be like, yo, you got to you got to dominate. Like I, I can't be hitting mid like contested mid range jumpers all game, and then you know we let D book do his thing. But I don't know. We'll see. They'll be fun. Miles Bridges is one of my favorite players in the in the NBA. Is it Mikel or that's Mikel? I'm no. No, Mikael. Miles Bridges is not shouldn't be your favorite player in the Mikhail, NBA. Right Mikael, He's my favorite bad, NBA I rapper. Bad, Miles I mean, Bridges is. He's a, yeah. <laughs> Miles Bridges is 
Bless he's a good rapper. He is. He is. He actually he he's got bars. Never, never, uh, never even heard anything from him. I know Dame got bars for sure. I'll send you some miles later. He he's he gets after it. Um, yeah. But uh, that'll be another fun team to watch. The Hornets in the East. Uh, I I think they'll definitely be fighting for a playoff. It sucks for that Lamelo's out to start though. Lamelo, no Lamelo, no no Montrez, no Miles Bridges. Like who do they have? Let's go look up their roster. Still got Gordon. Uh, oh, they did add Kelly. Um, Kelly. Kelly Oubre. He's still there from last year. PJ Washington, Terry Rozier, Mason. Not a good squad, man. Still got yeah, the Martin Twins. I forgot they did add Dennis Smith. So Dennis will be starting. Um, because uh, Wichcom just got in trouble, in some trouble. Um, book night. What he do? What happened there? I don't know. He got arrested or something like that. I didn't see much of it, but hopefully that works itself out. But I don't know if he's going to be available for the season. But uh, yeah, man, just the lead, just the, this this year, this year is going to be a very exciting year, just overall. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked, excited man. as a fan to watch and and. Um, I think I'll be watching a lot more regular season games than I have been. I know last year it was kind of like, ah. But I think this year the 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 guys are definitely going to get after it. It's going to be uh, it's going to be live. Yeah, we got in. Uh, any predictions for the year? Okay, so uh, as far as my my East coming out the East, I mean, I said it earlier. I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna have to go with the Nets, man. They're gonna. This is. I think this is their year. Um, okay. Who are they? Uh, uh, who do you think they play in the Eastern Conference Finals? Oh, uh, good. Okay, good. I get to. I get to give two two teams. Then uh, I think they're gonna play the Sixers. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Sixers to make it to the finals, the East Conference Finals this year. They're gonna get out of the um, second round finally. Yes. Yes, All they right. are. All uh, right. Write it down. And then uh, the West. Um, the West, I'm 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 gonna go with the Warriors, the to try and repeat. Um, I think you know with 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 Pool getting getting paid and you know Wiggins secured securing his extension. Uh, those guys are gonna be playing very freely. Um, uh, hopefully not too freely. Um, still be playing, you know, playing hard. But uh, yeah, I look for the Warriors to come out the West. Who they're gonna match up with in the Western Conference Finals? Uh, I'm going to go out on the limits and say the Nuggets. Mm, okay. You think Jamal Murray, uh, you think he gets back to COVID or to, to bubble, nah, I take bubble that status? I take that back. I'm going to go with the Clippers. I'm going to go yeah, with the Clippers. I, okay. I'll go, I'll go with the Clippers. I'll take that back. I knew you le- you led with the Clippers earlier. I, I do. Like, I, no do I do. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I, I sat here and thought about it. I was like, uh, you know, maybe the the Lakers and Clippers beat themselves up and and you know take each other out, but nah, I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Clippers. You think the um, Lakers and Clippers are that close to each other? I'm never counting out Brian. I never. can't either. You're right. If especially it, if with get... especially with this year, everything I got that's going on, you know, everybody's already saying, you know, he's all he's doing is focusing on the scoring, passing Wilt. I mean, excuse me, passing Kareem. Uh, 
We're going to start you know, approaching it, the, the Brady territory with LeBron. Like every year, Tom Brady, ah, this is the year Tom's not going to do it. Uh, you know, this is the year he falls off. And I think we've been doing that with LeBron kind of, but I think like these next couple of years and like you said, the points thing is going to be, that's all people are going to be talking about is LeBron points chasing. Um, but you're right. I think, I think he does use that as like, Hey, no, I'm not just here to get points. Like yeah. we're, we're going to compete yeah. again this year. Whether, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I hate talking about the Lakers. I'm tired of talking about the Lakers, but we're going to, we're obviously going to do it. Um. <laughs> they're going to be, they're going to be middle to, they're going to be anywhere between, I gave them six to eight in the West. That's fair. Six to eight. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, not I hope, but I mean, I don't think they're going to be in the play in. I mean, I mean, obviously, I guess the, the AC is in the play-in. So they might make the play-in, but I'm looking at them to be, especially if AD stays healthy, at least sixth place. Okay. But it all depends on AD. Will AD be healthy this year? That's another thing. Okay, so Nets, um, Nets Warriors in the finals, who you got? At the Warriors in seven. Seven. So we're we're going back-to-back. Not Warriors, yeah. but they are. Okay. It's, 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 it's kind of tough, man. You got Wiseman coming, coming back off injury. He looks good, giving him that, you know, that big man that that they didn't. I mean, I'd say they, that. Uh, what's the what's the Looney? what's the Looney's the big, good. Looney, I mean, Looney. That's what I'm saying. So you now you got Looney coming off the bench. Is Wiseman gonna start? Yeah, Looney. Is that is that been decided? I think I don't know. We'll I, see, I would we'll hope, see after the night. I would. I think eventually, eventually he will. Yeah, I think mid. I think that's best case scenario for the Warriors. Like mid season, you know, Wiseman is playing thirty plus minutes a night or or twenty eight plus minutes or. I and think. then to have Looney coming off the bench, even you know, even if if it doesn't happen, um, even if Wiseman doesn't start towards the till towards the end of the year, the playoffs having the, having him come off the bench in the playoffs is is huge. Yeah, you know, championship experience. Uh, I mean, he he's he's that vet now. He's been there. What this is this might be his what sixth or seventh year? I don't know. Maybe like fifth. That. Maybe fifth. Um. Yeah, so I mean, vet man, vet. You got an MVP? Like I said, MVP. Whew, that's a good one. Uh, I think it's it's easy. I don't know. I still think Joel should have got it last year. Um, uh, you got to double down with your right. Sixers pick, get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think Javel has an MVP type year if that happens, right? Joel, yeah. I mean, nah. I mean, he, yeah, yes and no, because, you know, it just depends on what, uh, you know, Harden does and, and you know, Max is getting better. So I don't know if he necessarily will have an MVP season this year. Uh, you, you, you might, maybe Steph. Maybe KD. I got one. I think it's I think it's Luka Doncic's MVP turn. Oh, well, we didn't even talk we didn't even about, talk about him. Yeah, I think Dallas could win. But I still don't think they have enough either, though. To be honest, I think Luka is very, very good. Don't get me wrong, but against the Clippers and against the Warriors, depending on whoever he matches up against in the semis, I don't think he has enough. Yeah, I think he could be. I I think Denver takes kind of takes a step back this year. Maybe they don't. 
I, I, you know, I, I, it kind of depends on, on Michael Porter Jr. for me this year. I think he needs to take a huge step for them. But he does. But I think, I think Dow, I, I just, I love how, how Jason Kidd has kind of built the team around Luca. I love where, you know, his head's at. Um, Luca's in shape. Luca's too. He's in another shape. guy that's in shape this year. He, I'm telling you, man, the league's going to be, <laughs> well, it's because everyone is going to be good this year, man. Everyone was playing, playing overseas this summer, I think. I think that, that made a huge difference too. Not even just everybody playing overseas. Just you had guys that just are healthy now. You know, we're able to get healthy, like James, like 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 Kawhi, like PG. Um, even Luca was banged up, so you know he had time to, to rest up and, and and get right, and then go and and you know test out his new body in in uh in the the the, the Euro uh championships. Like it was it was it was a good summer for everybody, man. Yeah, everybody we get looks. we get a you know Clay. You know, we get full, uh, healthy, kind of a, uh, a full, full healthy yeah. clay, and I think that'll mm-hmm. that'll be the the deciding factor whether I think the Warriors will repeat or not. Because I do think it'll be a, a Warrior Clipper matchup in in the. I'd hope, man. I, I really would, because he's one of my. I think like, he's he going to really have a much better year. One of the smoothest. Year. Like I think he's going to get he's going to get back to regular clay. Yeah, pull up or not pull up, but a standing three that I've ever I've ever watched and insane. So I think sixty-one. I, I don't know. It, Eleven dribbles. To, to me, that's the deciding factor whether I think the Clippers can get over the hump and and beat them is if if Clay is old Clay or a similar version to old Clay. I, I don't know if the I, I just can't I just can't see the Clipper backcourt being able to keep up um, the whole like with those guys. I, I love John Wall, but. That's going to be a huge, a huge mismatch of of him trying to to run with Curry. I think um, in a seven game series, and I, I don't know Kawhi and Paul George, man. Like shit, I that I think that series will go seven, but I think ultimately probably the Warriors get it done. But I think I got Luca as my MVP um, on the East. I, on the East, I think. I think the Celtics are going to be somewhat disappointing this year. I like that pick. I think they'll take a little bit of a step back. Um, they got better. They got Malcolm Brogdon is huge. That's a huge ad for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, I don't know they got better though. They added some key pieces. And I, I don't know. I just Noah think the, the coach is situation. Really good game right now against maybe against Brad Joel. Stevens. Brad Stevens just steps in midway through. <laughs> Negative. Just c- comes no back to way. The bench. No way. He's going back to the bench. No way. That was a good. That was but, a good uh, wish, though. That was a good wish. But, yeah. Nah, that's what I'd be wishing if I were a Celtics fan. <laughs> if he was going to do anything, he would have done it. He would have definitely had to do it before the beginning of the season. Oh, for sure. He needed to do that. Like, but he's chilling. He's you know, president over coach. I'll take that every day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. So I think it it, it comes down. I I think the Nets Nets and Bucks. And I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks get back. Um. That should pay the Bucks having, out the East. The Bucks, man. Dude, they didn't have Middleton in the playoffs last year, and I think if they had Middleton, they they, I thought they they got it done with Middleton. Oh, for sure. Um, but they have, they didn't they're get, another team where it really hasn't. Who who did they add? They didn't really add anybody. Yeah, but I, I just think Giannis is entering that territory of, of just being just too much. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, if he you know, if he improves his jump shot at all this year, if if. He started kind of making threes in the playoffs a little bit. If if he he shoots like seventy five percent at the line this year, which is probably a 
an unreasonable wish. Like that's that's the only hole in that man's game. Mm-hmm. And when he's right, there's no one in the league that can do anything about it. This is true. Um, so I think Bucks Celt or Bucks Bucks next Nets would be my uh, Eastern Eastern pick, and then the Bucks went in in seven. I don't know. I, I just haven't seen that like same KD that we saw. I mean, I haven't seen it, but who? What do I know? But I, I don't know. I don't. I was really thinking he he was just going to be like once he went to the East, it was his East, and until he proves otherwise, I think it's it's Giannis's East to me. So yeah, he's he still KD still has to prove that, but I think like this will be the year, man. I, I really do. I mean, like I said before, you know, it's it's all about you know staying healthy. And uh, you know, getting a full season. People sleep on that full season. You can't just—I don't care who you, what type of team you put together, who's on the team, how good the players are. It's about that chemistry. And if you don't have that, you know, that chemistry that you have throughout, like that you develop throughout the year, then it'll be—you know—it's kind of hard to just throw it together in the playoffs and like, oh, go out there and win now. So, I think they'll—I uh, think they'll be fine though. I think they'll be good. So, anything else? <clears throat> yeah, anything else we missed? We got a million other episodes. <laughs> um, not if we did. You know what? We have episodes um, right, yeah, yeah. too, baby. So, <laughs> should we get to this uh, this Jason Thompson interview? Um, tell me a little bit about your relationship just before we dive into the interview. We recorded this about shit. He was our first when we were you know, going to launch this podcast right before Dante started in the big three. If you're not following, go follow the killer killer threes on IG Twitter. Um, Just stay up to date with them. We'll have that rolling next Uh summer. Probably have some, you know, some live content coming at you next summer. So, you know, hang with us for the big three, nine months, but yeah, talk a little bit about your relationship with Jason. And, you know, we talked, we talked through a story, got some takes from him and um, yeah. Yeah, you know, just a just a quick rundown. Uh, you know, me and JT were obviously teammates for four years in Sacramento. Um, met in the pre-draft process, and you know, kind of locked in from there. And then I ended up getting traded to Sacramento. And uh, you know, it's still to this day one of my uh, one of one of my good friends, and and just is a a guy who has you know worked hard and 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 has had a great career. Just recently retired. Uh, I believe he's on the He's on the staff at, at Ryder now. So, uh, you know, it was dope to get him on as one of my first guests and, and uh, you know, start off our podcast. So make sure you guys stay tuned as we got my man JT the Kid coming up. My guy, Jason Thompson. JT the Kid. Yes, sir. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Hoop World, my guy. I appreciate you coming on and and uh, blessing us with your presence on the podcast. Hey, it's only right, man. You had, you know, when you had the Dante Green <laughs> show and you had your man do a cameo. It's, right, it's right, only right, right. right. Yeah, man. Nah, I appreciate you. Uh, I was, I was laughing. Me and Katie was talking about that before the. You know, they erased the whole Dante Green show on off of uh off of YouTube. I Why, have though? no idea. Um, some I I texted Jason about it. He was saying something like, "Uh, they're 
their lawyers had made them take it down or something. I'm like, but we we had all original stuff like from from the music and everything. Like we didn't. I don't know. I gotta find a way to try to get that back up there. The crazy thing is, is you're one of the first ones to have a show, you know, even like that, you know, during those times. Like it was kind of unheard of, you know what I mean? And it's obviously raw um, and stuff yeah. like that. So you know, it is what it is, man. I'm not surprised. Nah, that was that was dope. That was fun. I ain't gonna lie. But uh, on the on the bigger things now with the with the podcast and once again, thanks for coming on. Sit here and chat a little bit. Um, and just talk about talk about your story, man, and 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 how how it was for you coming up. Yeah, I think your 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 story is unique because um, you know you weren't always that guy um, as far as basketball coming up, and and you're a, definitely a, a great example for guys that, that you know just put that work in and and. And really just grind and, and and made your way, man. From from Mount Laurel, aka Philly. My God, my God <laughs> swears he's from Philly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I still live there. I still I'm a resident, okay, and ain't nothing close to I, I'm, I ain't gonna message you. I'm, I'm gonna give you a break. We used to tease you all the time. You're not from <laughs> Philly, but nah, yeah. So how was it? Just tell us a little bit about your about your upbringing, man. How was it growing up in um? In, in Jersey. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, you know, our, my parents is from, my dad's from Philly. My mom's from South Jersey, like Willingboro, predominantly, uh, you know, black neighborhood. Um, was there kind of growing up. And then eventually, you know, the school systems weren't that good. So ended up changing there and going into a predominantly white school, you know, was kind of different, you know, it's obviously different, you know, athletic wise and, and just kind of just mingling, you know, and those type of things. Um, but then, like I said, ended up, you know, fitting in pretty good, making friends. Um, you know, one thing that they did was try and bring that same group from when we started in like fifth grade, you know, all the way to, you know, senior year in high school, um, which obviously ended up, you know, panning out. And for the most part, I was a guard, real frail, skinny. Um, you know, I was, like I said, my, my game was more, wasn't as athletic at the time. So it was more I was shooting threes, you know, like I said, trying to make three or four threes by halftime, have a high percentage. Um, Like I said, doing the little things and and being a, you know, a scrappy type guy. Um, And then eventually, like I grew nine inches in high school. So I was a guard throughout most of my most of my career. Five eleven my freshman year, six three my sophomore year, six six my junior year and six eight my senior year. I was six eight one ninety. 190 no you know skinny man you know what i mean so literally it kind of it kind of helped me out just because uh you know having guard skills and then having to be able to to find a post game especially during that era when guys actually posted up um and like i said it ended up helping me out but you know i was a late bloomer so ended up committing to Ryder, small school you know 30 minutes from where i'm from um and then and then by that time, I grew three more inches. And by the time my sophomore year, you know, like I said, guys, you know, we had NBA guys, you know, scouts and stuff coming in there. And they're like, you know, you have the, the potential and the talent to get there, but you got to put on weight. So in four years, I put on 60 pounds. Jeez. And as a product, going into the draft, I was 6'11". That's what's up. 
That's what's up. So did you going back a little yeah. bit? Did you did you always like did you did you just play basketball? Did you do anything else? Like did whatever sports did you play when you was growing up? Yeah, uh, definitely. My my parents got me involved in in playing soccer. Um, you know, and then we did, you know, baseball, which I wasn't, you know, the biggest <laughs> fan of. I wanted to do football. I did track, <laughs> track and cross country. Uh, pretty much did a little bit of everything. So I was always kind of athletic. I didn't mind running. Um, and then, like I said, eventually when it got to middle school, I did cross country trying to make the team as a youngin. And uh, eventually, probably around eighth grade, that's when I was like, yo, I just want to do basketball all year round, you know, with AAU workouts and, and all those type of things. Um, but like I said, I think, like I said, I love soccer, man, you know, but, you know, you couldn't get no size <laughs> 18 cleats. <laughs> I think at one point, what, you know what, what you mean? were in so 20s like, at yo, one point? Like, you was just like, I'm just going to go ahead and put these 20s up. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, because it was like, I was wearing like, like back then I was like, Wearing yeah, like three yeah, pairs of yeah. socks. So like it just was like so we'd run a suicide and that type of stuff. My feet kept like running into it and I was having feet problems. So like I said, my rookie year I was wearing a twenty and then nineteen and then eventually I was getting comfortable Jones, which was yeah. which was eighteen. I remember you could play the rookie you know, the year. Like, man, like I need some good shoes, man. Y'all can't have no Nike can't send me no better shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the crazy thing about that story, and I don't want to go too far, was that in summer league, where I remember when you was mm -hmm. playing for Houston and we, I was with Sack or whatever, uh, we like our our game was on NBA TV. We was playing against the, a, a Blazers with uh, Jared Bayless, and long story short, I ended up hitting a buzzer beater to beat them. So then I wore pro models that game because Nike was sending yeah. BS stuff. So I wore pro models. Yo, literally the president hit up my agents and was like, yo, man, yo, we got, he can't be wearing no Adidas, man. We gonna have no deal. Oh, the, ne the next day Straight in Nikes. Vegas, they sent me like 20 boxes mm -hmm. of fire. Mm -hmm. Gotta get their attention. <laughs> the yeah, I history, played in, so. I think I played in, in like Adidas. Yeah, I played in Adidas my, um, our, our rookie year for summer league and Nike, I, I was, I was killing it. And then Nike was like, Oh yeah, nah. We, we we're going to sign them. You can take them Adidas off. Like had Nikes on deck after that. Like shout out to Nike. They right. definitely, they definitely used to show love for sure. So who did you uh Thanks. Nike, Nike Elite? Got to get on the website before the shoes come out. Order all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what uh AU wise when you was coming up? Who did you play AU with? Um, it's a lot of local guys. I mean, one, one guy that is known and still playing is Kyle Hines, um, who's broken all the records in Europe Legend over there. and things like that. Shout out to Kyle. Um, yeah, for sure. And like I said, yeah, you know, was, was an undersized six, six, but went to Greensboro. And then, um, and like I said, has made a name for himself, you know, as one of the greatest, you know, in EuroLeague to play out there. Most of the other guys were kind of local. Um, but another guy that led the country in scoring in college was Sharon Fisher. Uh, like a Philly guy. Most of the most of the guys we had were mostly Jersey and Philly guys. Um, but in our senior year, my senior year in high school, we got to nationals. Um, didn't do as well as we were supposed to, but you know, teams we played against was like uh, it's a Philly team that had Kyle mm -hmm. Lowry, uh, Shane Clark, uh, Deshaun White. Um, 
Blau Ben. I mean, it was it was like a lot of Villanova guys, a lot of Philly guys. And like I said, we're, it was a team from Jersey and a team from Philly playing all the way like in Indiana and nationals or whatever. One we could have just played right down the street. So going once you graduated high school, going to Ryder, what made you what made you pick a school like like Ryder? Small school, not really um, you know, big in basketball, but you you definitely put them put them on the mat. What went into your decision? Yeah, uh, like I said, I was kind of a late bloomer um, in high school, kind of still growing into my body, trying to figure out what game I was and still hadn't put on muscle. Most of the teams um, kind of wanted me to redshirt like the higher teams, like the UCLA's, the Villanova's, um, you know, the higher D1 schools. They knew the potential I had, but they know I kind of had to take a year off. And with me kind of just being a little stubborn and never taking time off unless I was hurt was, you know, I wanted to play right away. Um, most of like most of the guys on our AAU team were kind of like mid-major. Like Kyle uh, has signed to Greensboro, UNC Greensboro. One of my homies went to Siena. Another uh, Sharon Fisher went to uh, Niagara. Um, all teams are kind of looking at me like the mid-major wise. And you know, as much as I love them or whatever, I wasn't a guy that was like, "Yo, I want to go play with this guy." You know, I kind of wanted to make my my name for myself. You know. Um, and and like I said, it was it was it was good because I took that trip and then from where I'm from, it was 30 minutes down the down the highway. So you know, my family, you know, my all my high school people or whatever and fans, you know, would would fill up the arena. Um, so like I said, it kind of it kind of just worked out of just uh, being a great situation close to home. And then eventually, uh, my brother um, ended up coming uh, there for my last two seasons. Shout out to Ryan, together, man. and we made a lot. We made a lot of noise. How sure. was how was it? So with, with, sure. with y'all so, being uh, so, you guys are what y'all two years apart, right? I think Ryan's the same age as me. Yeah. How yeah. was that in like in high school, like in and in, in in college, like playing with your with your younger brother? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, you really don't. Uh, I really didn't like realize it, right? We would play, you know, in the backyard. We would play you know, on summer leagues and stuff together, we didn't really realize how um, non-normal it is, you know, to play with your brother. You know, obviously, you know, high school is a little bit normal, but in college, right? So for, you know, being able to, for him to want to play, you know, with his older brother and eventually when he, you know, he was like, yo, let's make this thing happen. You know, I thought it was, you know, the best thing. You know, it's not like we play the same position, um, you know, like I said, he's, you know, a little short of me. So he's like six, five, six, six, you know, kind of can handle the ball, you know, can guard anybody can play a lot of positions as well. So we, we definitely, um, complimented each other's games, you know, perfectly and should have went to the tournament, but he got a concussion, um, in the first round of the playoffs my senior Maris, year right? and couldn't play the rest of the. Now we lost to Sienna. Uh, Sienna, who ended up, I think, like getting to like the second year, Sweet Sixteen yeah, that year. They had Kenny. So, ha- I think they had my man Kenny Hasbrook. Like I said, we had team. beat them a couple of times that year. Yeah, Hasbrook, Uvillas, yeah. yeah, they, yeah, they had a squad. They had a squad, and Fran McCaffrey was the coach who's at Iowa now. Did y'all so fight really at all? Good coach as well, playing together. Uh, nah. One thing that I, I would I told someone this story too. It was like we actually didn't room together either, which I think in a way it was better. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, I think it was it was better that way to like, you know, just to still experience college. Right. Like it would be like we would just, you know, be home or whatever. So 
And like I said, now the roommate that I had for four years were best friends. You know what I mean? So I feel like I wouldn't have had that same type of, you know what I mean, that college experience if, if we were rooming together. But, you know, we would be around each other damn near all the time. The campus we were on was small. So uh, it ended up working out. How is uh, uh, Ryder's campus? Like, is it as far as like, is, is it like big, like as far as like people who staying on campus or is it like a... a spot that like people like um what's the word i'm looking for like commute to like a commuter campus yeah it is kind of a commuter campus um really really small um you know you can kind of finish the tour within like you know 20 minutes or so <laughs> not compared to cuse or anything like that um but you know it's a private school as well um okay. and then also it doesn't have a football it doesn't have a football team so you know we were the squad we were the, the things that everybody wanted to come to especially from my freshman year to senior year like you know they were tailgating scalping tickets you know my last two years or whatever so it just showed of how much you know the program had changed you know over the years um and then we were getting espn games uh not you espn you but espn espn2 that were coming into our small gym so it was it was lit man it was dope it, it really would be like you know you wish that people would have you know film from those times just to see like programs do change you see like st peter's is in the same conference that we're in and and the, and the run that they had this year you know Tough. what i mean and their campus is smaller than than their campus is smaller than riders and yeah. budget is lower than riders too they tough you know that what was, i mean so it was a good team for sure this year what um you're going back into the basketball side your junior year you were one of only uh three players to average a double double in the country what made you go back to school and 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 not come out and go to the draft? Yeah, so uh, so yeah, I mean, eventually, I just one, I just wanted to keep improving and getting better each year. Um, I always tell kids uh, my freshman year, um, you know, I wanted to do the dirty work. I wanted to do the little things. We had eight seniors on the team. And, you know, we should have, there was a game that we played that we should have won. I was coming off the bench and you know how you have a, you guys lose a game you're supposed to win and everyone's in the locker room after the game. And it was a tournament and everyone was just like, yo man, everyone speak. And I was the freshman and everyone was like, yo man, freshman, what you got to say? I was like, yo, honestly, like we're coming off the bench, giving you guys energy and bringing the lead, you know, back, you guys got to come back in the game and bring that same energy. You know what I mean? Like just don't, you know, be lethargic out there, just keep going and, and just keep, you know, you know, vibing or whatever. So I'll never forget. I know the next morning after shoot around, we had another game the next day and the co and the head coach said, I hope you got a uh, walk with that talk. You starting. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and and started and literally I had a double double. We won, bro. And I started every every game after that. The rest is history. So that's why I try to tell kids nowadays, as long as you speak out speak up and but like i said and take advantage of of the opportunities that you get a lot of kids nowadays man they like yo man bunk coach i'm like yo that's how you're going to get on the floor mm -hmm. why would you say f the coach if you're not you know what i mean like those type of things and then if they're if another school's calling you who you think they talking to not you they talking to the coach you're like yo how is this kid you know what i mean so um so, like I said, you know, had, had that type of thing and, and then, you know, average a certain amount that year, kept going up, kept going up. I wanted to stay sharp, consistent, make sure my percentages were high. Um, 
And then, like you said, you know, averaged 20 and 10 that year. And then the next year it was 21 and, and then was number two uh, to your, to your uh, B-more guy in uh, Beasley. Mm-hmm. He led the country in uh, in rebound. D- I was he number from, two. He, off of he, like, claimed, he claimed D.C. Or D.C., my yeah. bad. My bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> you already know how that is. It, he from D.C. We're going to be yeah. fair on that one. That's my guy. But one, but one, th- one thing I... One thing I made sure though is when we pl- my senior year we played Beasley, um, at, in thanks on Thanksgiving on on national TV, and I made sure I was like, "Yo, this is the time to shine." So see if my stock could be up. And that was down on Orlando, lost, wasn't it? By, yeah, I remember we watching lost that. Lost by a few, but yeah, he had a season low, and then I had like twenty five and like twelve. So it was like you know what I mean. So that's the rate the radars kept going or whatever like that. Yep. So it was. It was just one of them things where it's just like, all right, you know, this is a potential number one pick. I got to go out this dude. So then, you know, like I said, the radar kept going when it was on national TV. Were you watching your draft stock junior year much? Uh, It was there because, like I said, I went from like a sophomore to a junior and people started sending me like, yo, man, you're, you're on the draft. You're on the draft stock. And like I said, a guy from like myself coming from from Ryder, it was, uh, you know, it was never heard of. Um, but w- more of it kept going up when I started getting invited to like the LeBron James, Amari Stoudemire, um, and those like elite camps. Um, LeBron had one where it was like, you know, the best guys in the country. Amari had one where it's the best bigs in the country. So it was Roy Hibbert, Brooke Lopez, the Lopez twins, Marie Space, like pretty much everybody in our draft. Um, and like I said, eventually I was holding my own. Then like, yo, man, where did this kids go to school at? And like I said, it just kept getting better. And then I did the same thing the next year. So right. radar and stuff kept going. So like I said, I look, I, I checked it from afar. But you know, one day it went, I would go up, you know, ten, ten, you know, ten spots, and I just, you know, can't get too high, can't get too low. Going into the in, into the draft, uh, we actually got a chance to meet. In, in Chicago and worked out. That's where our uh yes, sir. our connection, our friendship started was uh was in Chicago with with uh Tim Grover. Tell people about the the draft process because I always say that um you know you you have to be in the best shape of your life and them two a days at Tim Grover's was it was real. It was real. So tell nah, talk nah, about thanks. that a little bit. Yeah man well, one, it was it was always different because um, just traveling, like, you know, going to those camps and then going to that, man, it's like you have like a certain type of adrenaline. You're like, yo, like my dream is is getting closer and closer. Let me not mess this up. So uh, I think at the time, like I said, I was still going to school. So I think I would only come like during certain times and then have to come back before I, you know, officially graduate or whatever. So um and like i said for me i was just so focused and always locked in so like i said when i met you and you know we started bonding man you know you had you just know a person know a dude that's on the same grind you know what i'm saying and and you just kind of just know like yo this dude's gonna be you know like he's gonna do his thing we're gonna push each other talk shit to each other and it ain't gonna mean nothing you ain't gonna have no arguments if you like kind of like with my brother you know what i mean like if you throw a bow I ain't gonna look at you different. And be like, all right, all right, that's cool, that's fine. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, like that, 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 that type of stuff. Um, so, like I said, it's good to. I always say, like, when I train kids or whatever, you know, you want to have an atmosphere where you're training to your goal and meet meet guys 
you know, ask their names, where they're from. Because like you said, when you have a comfort level of the guys you're around, man, it makes the grind that much easier and that much more fun. Facts. Um, you know what I mean? So like I said, we, you know, we push each other or whatever. And it's crazy how, you know, everything just kind of, you know, falls into place. Um, but then also, too, it's just like where we're at now, you wish we I would have did a lo- couple stuff differently. Right. I, I don't think I was eating the cleanest. No, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, everything. <laughs> yeah. Like. But like I said, like they wasn't really telling us that either, not to come at them. But, you know, you just you live and you learn. I think health wasn't even like how how clean guys eat now wasn't even really talked about that much when we were, you know, going into the draft as well. So it's just crazy the times and, and how things change. Facts. We didn't I didn't really start eating um, healthy until I think it was my, our third year when I started having J.D. cook for us or cook for me. And he was uh That's crazy. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, JD was my JD was my chef, but he was he was on to it. I mean, you know, JD's pretty smart. Shout out to JD. Um he was uh he was really on it, like, oh, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. And um it, it, it helped me out. I lost I lost a lot of weight, got into some some pretty good shape too. But uh but yeah, now that that the eating wasn't really talked about how it is um now. You know, they they really focus on that. Everybody has a chef. Everybody is is you know, vegan or something like that. You know, just eating healthy. But uh, but yeah, no, nah, that's a big thing that I think I I wish I would have picked up on earlier. But uh, you know, everything is everything. So going into the draft, draft night, how 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 are you feeling? Like you was picked number twelve, like lottery. How was that? And where were you at? Well, one just well, one just through the process. Um, you know, I, my agency kept me in the loop uh, a lot of things, right? So it's like you guys were talking about, like I was seeing that my name was like going through things. I was getting private workouts from certain teams. I wasn't allowed to tell anybody. They were inviting me, and they're like, "Yo, one team is twelve, one team is fourteen. Like, if you do well, man, you just never know." I was just like, "All right, that's cool. Like, I'm I'm locked in. You know what I mean?" and uh, during that draft process, I did uh, some of the, you know, the most workouts ever and worked out for the most teams, you know, the most teams, more opportunities. Um, so, like I said, I just wanted to show them a little bit of everything, make sure that I was a team type guy, but aggressive when I needed to be. Um, so I remember on draft day. So the the day before the draft, I worked out for the Knicks and the Nets all were out the same facility. Then I took a train back to Philly. Comcast did a whole thing where I like came to the Sixers facility. Um, I didn't work out for them, but, you know, they kind of just was like a hometown kid or whatever. Um, You know, talk to the GMs, talk to the guys or whatever. At the time, you know, Phil, I knew Philly was 16. Um, You know, it's not lottery, but obviously high first round pick or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't invited. I wasn't invited to the draft. But one thing that before the draft, when I worked out for the Knicks and the Nets, they 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 gave me a suit so i was like i yeah so they were like yo stop off at the nba uh draft hotel before you go on the train i'm like what all right so i go they was like yo here goes the suit i'm like the hell so i'm you know i'm not (laughs) thinking of anything of it i'm not thinking of it so that day comcast comes and then nba tv had did a thing for me the what was it the night the night before the draft 
it was like me, the Lopez twins, Derrick Rose, and something like that as well too. So I'm not, I'm not thinking of any of them. I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a mid-major guy. They just want another story to set right. third. But I'm like, all right, it could, it could be. This could either be good or it could be bad. Right. Uh, so I, like I said, I didn't get invited to the draft. I'm at home, uh, selective family, my parents, my brother, grandparents, and stuff like that. And like I said, all, the TV's in the house. Blasting the draft. Oh, this person could go here. Yeah, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I remember I, I locked my room and I was like, man, I can't be around these dudes, man. Like, I can't be around people. You were by yourself? Um, so, like, it's well, for a little bit, for a little bit, because, like I said, like the cameras was around me. So then they was okay. like, oh, Dean, like uh-huh. a- asking me questions all the time and all those type of things. So, um, as time kept going, and like I said, like I tell people all the time, we found we find out the draft when David Stern, rest in peace, would tell us when the draft was. So I remember I was in the kitchen and we were there and then everyone keeps asking, like my agent was like, yo, man, how's everything? They're like, yo, it's, it's, everything is cool. Everything is cool. So I remember I think 11 was uh, Jared Bayless mm-hmm. at, for, Port, for Portland. Mm-hmm. And I remember... To, uh, sack was on the clock and then like only me and a couple others knew that it could be a chance because how well I was doing in the workouts and all those type of things but no one no one really knew I had another private workout so long story short um, they go and like I said man it was just a, it was just a it was like slow motion you know he's just like and he kind of I think even he stuttered on the joint too he's like da 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 and he's like Jason Thompson. I was just like, "Yo, this is crazy." So man. you didn't get the call before. It was crazy. So what? All right. So I, my my agent uh, was next to me, and we're like right in the, my kitchen or whatever. And he was like, he kept like he kept like elbowing me a little bit. He's like, "Yo, I don't know, but it might. I don't know. It might though." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "What you mean, might?" He's like. I don't know. We'll see. And then, like you said, we all like I, like everyone's looking at it regular because no one knows. And I mm-hmm. started like getting up, getting closer. And I'm like, so my heart starts dropping before the jump because I'm like, man, he's kind of hyping me up. And I don't even know what the hell is going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then he did that, man. And it was it was it was crazy, man. It was like you said, it's just like. Like, I couldn't even really celebrate. I'm looking at like, yo, like I remember when I was like 10 years old, 11 years old, thinking that I wanted to do this when I was young. And people would be like, yeah, all right, yeah, all right. And it'd be like, Shh. it was it was surreal, a surreal feeling. I went outside and my the neighborhood was outside cheering too, which oh, was dope, dope, man. That's dope. Yeah. It's like time stands still um, when you when you when you hear your name. It's like it for me it was like it was like no it was like no feeling. It's just like it's like damn, like this I'm 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 really in the league. Like I'm 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 here. Like even yeah. for me and my, you know, slipping and going all the way where I went to, and and uh, still just hearing your name, it's like, damn, man, I'm I'm really in the league. Like, it was like it seemed like everything just stopped. Like it was like it was like slow motion. Like, hey, man, let's go. We here. Let's get it. Yeah, like literally, I people ask me like, yo, if you get drafted, what you gonna do? I said, yo, I might just take my shirt off and just run down the, the uh run down the street i was like man i don't even care but yeah. like like you said like when it when it happens man it just like your whole body just like 
you don't even know what to do. It it's was, crazy. It's, it's surreal. It's surreal. Exactly. Feeling. It's a hard feeling to just to to describe, but man, it's it's it was a blessing. Definitely a blessing. So and when then you, we and then we they uh, had a. I was gonna say, then they had a, uh, they got like a limo for me, and then they ended up having a party for like my high school, college, uh, like probably like twenty minutes away, and it was crazy too. It's like dope. all these cameras, everything, and I couldn't even get out inside for like an hour. It was nuts. It was that's nuts. what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. It was surreal. Yeah, it was surreal feeling, man. It was dope. Uh, do you guys think if you guys had so if social media was was what it is today, would that have kind of maybe uh spoiled that moment to some degree where you'd have had your phone turned off or uh it's a good question you know because like it's a good you, like question. Woj just be ruining you know he ruins every he ruins the draft every single year him and it's a it's a him and shams battle now you know yeah. i wonder if i did if i would want to look maybe i i don't know if i would want to look because i probably like during that time too it means like it just has more access because like at the time the only access you had was looking on espn so nowadays you got people like probably like before the draft sending, you know how like they could DM you, yo man, they say you might go here, you might go here. I think eventually once you hear do doom do doom do doom, you'd be like, all right, man, let me turn, let me mute this John. <laughs> so I mean, I probably I probably wouldn't even have looked at my phone, but like you said, you make good points though, for sure. What about you, Dante? Uh that's, I think I mean with with that aspect, like as far as like woes and, and everybody ruining the moment. Um, I, I think that's a bad side of social media, but also being able to just promote yourself. I, I, I think social media is, it's a lot of pros and cons to it. I say that, um, but I, I think I definitely would have took advantage of it and, and definitely hyped the, the situation up and, you know, like basically just, just, just promote myself in, in, in the league. Yeah, baby, we made it like, you know probably would have been on live or something like that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> would have been great facts. Yeah, yeah facts yeah i wouldn't have had time to check anything it would just have been me on live like oh it's, it's about to go down people would see me sweating, we, sweating yo bullet. we here yeah <laughs> for the city for the city right right you already know so but when you got to uh to sack man me and caleb talked about this before like for me coming from baltimore i never been to california before um pre-draft workouts so sacramento was 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 beautiful to me it was nice it was california everybody always has their you know their their bad things to say about sac but the city itself i i love sacramento still love sacramento so how did you feel when when you got there yeah well other than like you said uh being there for draft teams and stuff i had been one other time to cali uh, it was a bracket buster who played against Cal State Northridge, and it was we were only there for like two days. Um, but like I said, two days ain't nothing um, to experience, you know, California. But but like I said, I mean, literally, I go there, and I didn't really go there with anybody. So I tell people, um, I like grew, I, you know, like at twenty, I was twenty one, so I still was young or whatever. But I grew up as a man. Like in SAC, you know what I mean? Like I did stuff on my own for the first time, low key, like having my own house and, um, you know, having, like you said, like to make sure stuff is good that I wouldn't have to worry about before. Just a certain responsibility. Um, so like I said, I mean, you know, regardless of the the pros and cons you want to say about the team and the city and stuff like that, man, like 
you know, it has a lot of it has a lot of great things and qualities because, like I said, like that's we became who we became because of because of that city and, and what it brought to us. So, um, like I said, it definitely does, has a special place in my heart for sure. Yeah, facts. I tell people all the time, man. Sacramento, its fan base is incredible. Like it's 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 really. And I, I I've I played, of course, I played overseas. Uh, even after Sac went and played in Memphis, but I tell people like, you know, no disrespect to grit and grind, but goodness gracious, like Sac die hard, <laughs> like die hard. We had, what we haven't been to the they haven't been to the playoffs in in how many years? Caleb, seventeen years. years, sixteen, 16 years, seventeen. Years. I think probably be seventeen this and, upcoming year. <laughs> and yeah, and they still like they're. In that area, they gain fans. I mean, of course, now you got Steph and all them down there in, in Golden State, but it's still like once you once you get up there towards Sacramento, it's they'll be fans of, of of the Warriors, but they're diehard fans of of the Kings. So it's uh it's definitely crazy. Definitely, yeah. Love. I mean, it makes it it makes it the the gift and the curse, honestly. Because yeah. I mean, you a diehard fan with that man, and to not. <laughs> I mean, especially now, like if you you ain't making the playoffs, but if you you have a chance to make the play in, mm-hmm. and ain't making that, yeah. you ain't making that either. So I mean, tough. like I said, it's it's what it is. For I sure. think we I think we we would have made the play in games for sure. I think one I think our second my our sec our second year we would have made the play in when when Tyreek was uh, rookie of the year. But uh, back to the Kings, I know I had well for four sure. coaches and. Four years, how, you were there. I think mm-hmm. seven. How many years were you in Sacramento? Seven. Mm-hmm. How many coaches did you have in seven years? So I had seven coaches in seven years. Uh, <laughs> Reggie Theus, Kenny Nat, mm-hmm. Paul Westfall, Westfall Keith Smart, uh, Keith Smart, uh, Michael Malone, mm-hmm. um, Tyrone Corbin. Uh, interim. George Carl. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like people don't. So, like the more you go ahead. No, I was gonna say, like the more you think about it, right? It's like guys, you can have like good years statistically, this and the third, but it's like you can't get any type of consistency. Like imagine every season you have a training camp, and it's another coach. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to relearn, you have to redo a system yep. every year. So mm-hmm. I use I use the example of like with Brent Brown, Brett Brown with the Sixers, right? Like I don't know how many times he was there for the trust the process, but then you know later on in his years he was there. I think Eastern Conference Finals or semifinals or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that organization gave him time to to develop the guys and stuff. So. Do you think that some of the guys that stayed on the team could get better because they were with the same system? Right. Same coach, same system. Ain't no changes like that. So it's like the more you think about it, if we had at least a coach or if you, like I said, for at least two, three seasons, man, like then you can know like, all right, it don't it doesn't work here. Can you trade me? Or 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 those type of things. You know what I mean? You just don't know what it is because you think the situation is good. And you think that it's going to get better, but it never got better because how are you going to get better if you keep changing? I tell people the longest tenure coach that I had was Westfall. And granted, he used to be 
he's you know how he was with me. I was like his punching bag. Like he just he used to just well, say rest in peace, rest in peace, rest in peace for rest sure. Nah, peace. rest in peace, uh, Coach Westfall. Hey. Um, but that was like that. That was the most consistent coach we I had. Um, in my time, he was there a year and a half. Um, and mm-hmm. it was just it's just. You, you people don't understand like the, the you got to fit into a system like you get a system you you got to learn it you got to know that know it ins and outs you got to know where you can um contribute at or where you can get get your you know get your points off or you know just how you can be a better player in the system and then they have to stop and relearn that or relearn a whole nother system all over again like it's not like they were coming in with the same with the same principles or the or the you know the same game plan like they were Obviously, they were fired, so they're trying to switch it up and switch things up and bring in a whole new system. And it's like you can't, you can't expect, especially young guys, you can't expect anybody to 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 get better or to to really showcase their talents if you switching the system up every year. Like it's like, dang, what what do I, what am I working on in the off season? Do I know? Like what what's going on? What what <laughs> what's going to be the game plan? What's going to be my role for this for this team? So. That's, that's but you're just, absolutely right. I, I also seen coaches that, and like I said, I, they will remain nameless. But some coaches got to practice late. Some some coaches had, you know, players do whatever they want, talk to anywhere they want. You know what I mean? Like, and and like you said, regardless if it's one player, but you're affecting all the other players as well too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then also you have to be able to have the maturity. Like, all right, like most of us, you know, being high picks, man, we we were scorers, right? So then now, like, everybody can't touch the ball, like it said. it's not. We didn't have the spread offense like they do nowadays. And like I said, I feel like both of our games fit the the NBA basketball now compared oh, to what it was when we, when we were in the league. You know what I mean? Right. Facts. Running gun and hooping, you know what I'm saying? Like, I stepped out before I got to the league, but then, then I developed mid-range and post-ups and all that type of stuff. People don't even post up nowadays. You Trey you, ball. Your yeah, tray ball was I, like I that, somebody, too, though. Yeah, I wish somebody, I wish a five man that was six four would try to switch on to me. Kidding me? <laughs> totally different. But I'm saying some cats that, yeah, you know what I mean. It's just a different mindset. But like I said, we talked about, we touched on it before, man. It's a time and a place. You got to take the good with the good and just learn, and then also just kind of spread this knowledge to the youth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then they don't, they can learn and, and make an uh, experience for their own. For sure. For sure. So after after set, you you went and and had a couple of stints with a couple of different teams. You went to uh, you went to Golden State. You went to Toronto. How was seeing a different organization? How was that for for your uh, for your career? I mean, it was tough, man. Honestly, um, you know, I, at that time year, well, it was my eighth year. You know, I was looking to to just, you know, move on from from SAC and, uh, you know, out of all teams, I get draft or traded to it with Philly. And at the time. Oh, I didn't know you got traded you know, to Philly. Yeah. I and at the one. time, okay. Phil, that's when that was trust, trust the process, mm. uh, Philly. OK. So, you know, like, it, and like I said. Right. And then it was I mean, you go from worse to worser no offense you know what i mean like at that time and 
it was a couple of couple of months I was there. But like I said, I don't mention tell people that I played for Philly because I only mentioned the teams that I actually put a jersey on and played. So the trade happened in the summer and I was already living in Philly. I was there like two months and then I got traded uh, to the Warriors. Okay. Um, and then this is the this is the year that they the year after they won the first championship. Mm. Um, so like I said, it was it was a tough situation because one, I didn't sign there, I got traded there, mm-hmm. and essentially I was taking the place of David Lee. Um, that the year before he didn't he didn't play that much. You know, he did what he had a good game in the finals or whatever, but he played sporadic minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but coming in at the time, and this is what I try to tell the youth as well, too. I did have humble, but I did have a little bit of an ego as well, too. You know what I mean? I'm used to playing. Um, I knew that I wasn't going to play as much, you know, rightfully so. You're playing on a championship team. But the other guys that weren't going to, weren't playing, most of them had a ring. Mm. You know what I mean? And then the other, and then there was like a draft pick or whatever who's young and he like, man, I'll do whatever you say. So for me, it was tough because like I was the only one there that was a vet. And then didn't have a ring. So I'm like, I'm learning and learning. But then, you know, the depth chart was Andrew Bogut, uh, Festus Azili, Draymond Green, uh, uh, Maurice Spates, and and myself. So even before the season starts, I'm looking like, I don't know how I'm, where am I? You know what I mean? Like, I know what I could bring to the table, but it's just like, I don't know where I'm going to be able to to fit. Mm Mm-hmm. And of course, with of course, another situation happens with the coaches. Steve Kerr uh, had a back issue, and that's when Luke Walton took over. Um, Luke, and we we have, and then here goes another scenario. So Luke Walton takes over right the year after they win the championship. We have the best start in NBA history. Mm-hmm. Imagine you coming. To the office, to the coach, and be like, "Yo, coach, I need to play. I'm grinding." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd be like, "I play five. I'm playing five to ten minutes. What? He, what am I going to say?" There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to say. They, I mean, is 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 you're you're stuck in between a what, what they say is a rock and a hard place or something like that. Like, yeah, right. I know what you mean. But, yeah. but but in my mind, it's like. But in my mind, it's like I don't even. Like ego wise, I ain't even know who to go to to be like, yo, man, like, what do I do? I'm not, I'm used to playing. I know you were. I know you, know you too. I, mean? I know you was frustrated. Goodness. Oh, it was crazy. And I like I said, I just didn't know how. Like I, I honestly, I look back and I was like, I could have handled it way differently, and I should have. But I don't know if I. I blame obviously myself. But I, I was like, dang man, somebody could at least just been like, yo, like hanging. You know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So then I ended up, you know, uh, having a situation with them. And then midseason, I go to the Raptors um, where Dwayne Casey, man, gave me a great opportunity right before the playoffs. And I played like, uh, what was it? I think it was about 15 to 20 games, put me in a starting lineup. I was like, man, this is, you know what I mean? I was playing my game, shooting threes, uh, all that type of stuff. But I, I think, but like I said, I knew what I was coming into. And regardless if I was, you know, doing my thing or whatever, I knew that like I had to, like I said, they had their squad at the time. They were a two seed. Um, you know what I mean? So it was, a, it was just a learning experience, but it was like, 
night and day of how, like you, like you were saying before, like how the organization was, the treatments, the chefs, and, and all those type of things. I just think more, I had to put my, I guess, egos aside and ask more questions and ask more things that I could, you know, stick to the team more. You know what I mean? Like, just because if you start and you have a couple of good games, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a team thing. Like, stay level-headed and, and like I said, keep asking questions. And I feel like I should have did that more. Yeah, you live, you, you, it's kind of like, you know, hindsight, like looking back on it, you live and you learn and, and, uh, you just, you just grow from it and you try to help the, the, the younger, like you say, you talking to the youth, like just in giving them that, giving them this game, like encouraging them, telling them about your situation and being able to like, Hey, you know, learn from, from what I went through, bro. Like just go out there, be professional, do what you got to do. And, uh, like I always told people, as far as um, the NBA, like it's harder to get back into the league than it is to get into the league. At least that's how it was for me. Everybody's story is different. But uh, when I went overseas, and we're going to talk about your overseas stint, getting back into the league was was it was more of a grind than it was. I felt like than it was to 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 get drafted. It's like dang, like dude, I I've, I've been here before, bro. Like y'all y'all know me, like. I'm older, I'm better. What's up? And it was like, nah, we <laughs> we going somewhere else. And uh talk about your your overseas stint. Like I think you went you you went the same route I did, started off over in, in China. Mm-hmm. I was uh how was yeah, that? Yeah. Well even even before even before then I would say that like I was blessed to be able to uh break the streak of like most got most games played with no playoffs. So that year I got to go to the playoffs with the Raptors, man. And it was just like, I think it, Rudy it, it owns that, like, that damn, record like, now. Man. But it was just like, damn, like I, like I should have experienced this way before into year eight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, like I said, you look, you look back at those type of things. And then, like I said, going into making my decision of going overseas, it was just like, you know, a little ego-ish a little bit. Like I said, like you're not, you know, you could be in prime depending on the situation. So kind of like, you're like, all right, I want to be a fit, big fish in a small pond, low key. You know what I mean? And um, like I said, you go to China and it was my first time, you know, it was a small city, first time overseas. Like you said, you putting up numbers, you know, you're like, yo, I still got it. I can still do this. Um, obviously the defense and the competition, you know, obviously is not the same. Um, but like I said, I mean, pays well, you're having fun. Um, but like there with our guy, who uh, Pooh, Pooh, yeah. Uh, nah, man, nah, Pooh. Yo, I signed to go play with Pooh the day before I leave to go. Pooh calls me and goes, Yo, man, I didn't resign. Oh, I thought you you didn't play with Pooh that I thought that was the year you played with Pooh. It it, it ended up being uh, ended up being Norris Cole. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I had three. I had three different teammates that year: Norris Cole, AJ Price, and Justin Detman. Bro, I'm telling you, my story wow. is crazy. It's, if it's not coaches, then it's players. <laughs> That's tough playing overseas too, and in switching switching team like your American teammate out like that throughout the season. Three different in in one season. That's. That's bro, tough. my mental, it made me so mentally strong, bro, to be able to survive. And, and like I said, and another thing and you could tell people, too, is like 
overseas different than the league, even though you can get cut and released in the league. But like over there, if you don't perform at a high level, you're done. They like, yo, we'll get somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, we'll get someone, whatever, to replace you younger or someone at cheaper. You know what I mean? Like they just don't care. So I was fortunate enough to be not have that happen to me. But it was just, you know, like I said, it just changes with, with the team. What do those so. contracts kind of look like? Tax free. Uh, Did they are well, like day to day type yeah. deals, or like you just get terminated anytime? Is uh, well, like I said, I guess it just depends on you know what it is. Some do month to month, some do all year round, some do six months, and then you get paid the rent. You know what I mean? Those type of things. So it it just depends. But, yeah, but like I, I said, it, it depends on your your agent. Like I I wasn't leaving to go somewhere if my job wasn't like set in stone of everything you know what i mean like the city where you live driver car you know maid chef all that type of stuff that's why when like when people ask you know if they ask you know guys like me and tay like our experiences is going to be different than someone else's because you know our name Mm -hmm. and who we are and what we've done you know what i mean so someone's like yo yeah, someone goes, yo, I know you was overseas last year. Did you see my homie? What country were they in? Like, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't, if they not in the same zone, I ain't see them. Right, right. But people just don't know. People just don't know. Yeah, the contract is, is, is different overseas. Like, I know when I first went to China, um, we went and did a tour in New Zealand. So that was like, it was like a two-week tour. My contract wasn't even, um, I was coming off an injury. The first two weeks, my contract wasn't guaranteed. They wanted me to come out there and play with them and see if I was if I was healthy. Um, and, I mean, mm. I was going to get paid for it. I did get paid for it, but it didn't become fully guaranteed until after that tour. Um, but, you know, that's the only time I've never had, that's the only time I had a non-guaranteed contract. Everything else, I don't leave the country unless my contract is guaranteed. Like, I need. Everything, like you said, I need everything laid out where I'm be staying at, um, and and when my when when my money is getting there, how it's getting there, and if it doesn't get there when it's time when it's supposed to be, then guess who's not going to practice, and guess who might be sitting out of some games. Yeah. I never set out of games, but because I love to play, so I won't I won't miss a game. But I'm definitely not going to <laughs> not going to practice if that money not in that account. <laughs> for sure practice practice Talking about practice <laughs> practice, <laughs> practice. <laughs> not the game not the game but practice but yeah so what's 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 going on with you right now though like how's how's the how's the foundation i know you have a foundation going on um what you what's what's new with with jason thompson so it was good, man. And like I said, uh, I had played, I think, in China, what, four years? I played in Europe two years. Mm-hmm. Um, for Fenerbahce, we lost in the EuroLeague Championship against Luka his last year in Europe. Um, then I went to China a couple more years. And then last season, I played in China, won the championship. Um, and then during the time, I pulled my calf. So it was like kind of my first time pulling my muscle at year 35. Um, so I kind of like took this year off to kind of rehab it, you know, once I like, you know, want to chip, I'm just like, you know, what, what's next? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, it's not like I was taking over the world or re trying to resign or those type of, you know what I mean? We played in the bubble. So it was just a, a whole lot of just like mentally and stuff like that. So to answer your question, like I took the year off and just, 
finally had time to like focus on myself more, you know, like for, you know, you know that like if you're in a 10th month grind three months, you still got to stay in shape. You may see some family and friends, but it just, it goes by like this. Facts. So this time to be able to obviously stay in shape and I was focusing on, you know, life after basketball. If I want to get into broadcasting or coaching, um, you know, to find my niche and just, and just see. So I've been interviewing some things and learning some things and, coaching styles, broadcasts, and all that type of stuff. Um, and like I said, expanding the foundation. Um, you know, I had a soiree a couple of years ago. COVID kind of hurt that. So now kind of trying to make it more and, and broaden it. And, and uh, like I said, I've still been having events um, that have to do with Thanksgiving and uh, turkey drives. Um, Christmas, we do shopping spree for, for less fortunate kids. Um, June 4th, I'm having a, a, a bike a bike drive so so kids to not be on the video games all day and in the house so you know we give them bikes have a nice trail with helmets on um so they can stay active um and then i'm having my camp uh camp was was uh i canceled in the last two years for covid and now um it's, it's back happening so i've been you know started it off since i was in sacramento and this what 15 years now um, that i've been yeah. doing the camp and, and it's been successful in jersey so it's been a good look that's what's up. That's what's up. You uh you 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 think about coming out to the big three? What's up, my guy? What you got going on, man? What Yeah, hey, man, I, I yeah, I was thinking about it, dog. But I, but like I said, it, this is a perfect time to to ask you, like, you know, from afar, it looks like everything is good and, and things like that too. My thing is always just like I see like one guy draft pool, draft pool, this and the third. So how would you I guess me asking the question to you, like, what were your what did you think from afar that Big Three was, and then what actually has it done? Um, um, you know, for you, I think from afar it looked it looked cool. I didn't think it was as as fun as it as it was. To be honest, um, it's it's really like it gives you that league feeling. Like, um, you know, they they definitely take care of you, fly you and your and your your family out every you know every weekend we play. Um, you know, we stay in stay in all the league hotels that we used to stay in, um, uh, but just to feel the league, like the camaraderie, to be around, you know, be around guys that that you either you know watch growing up or got a chance to play with or or against, um, to be around them, you know, every weekend. It's, it it really do it, it feel like you back in the league. I'm not gonna lie, um, it's fun. It's probably not as serious, I would say, as as being in the league, but um. As far as you know, with the with all the rules, like it's it's Ice Cube and, and and his ownership team, Jeff. Shout out to them. Um, they're 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 like I guess you would call them players owners. Like they they get it. They're they 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 want to cater to us and and make sure we're comfortable and be able to get out there and and perform and and have a good time and do what we love. So I tell everybody, man, it's 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 dope. It's fun. Um. I look forward to it every every summer. The kids look forward to it. They love to go out there and they they have their the young three Tay plays and in, in that and, and goes out there and oh and, we're, and, oh, and doing dope. this thing yeah. So it's 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 fun, man. I I, I love it and I will be trying to get everybody to come come on come on over come hoop man come come get this check and 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 still do what you love to do mm -hmm. man. It's a, it's a it's a good time for sure. 
That's dope. It definitely definitely looks it like you said from afar, and I'll definitely always be thinking about it. So mm-hmm. we'll see, man. Yeah, just let me know. We'll, we'll we'll talk when we when we get off. I got you. You know, plug plug my guy. Sure, you know, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Happy for y'all being on this platform, man. It's it's always good, and people should really appreciate you know guys that's hooping or hooped at the highest level. Um, you know, what I mean, to to get the different concept and and perspective, um, you know, the youth really need to hear. It. So it's it's good to see, uh, especially a homie or a brother, someone I call a brother, man, doing your thing. So keep it up, man. Facts for sure. You're gonna have to come it. back on we too. Gonna, uh, yeah, he definitely gotta come back on. For sure. We're gonna, we're gonna have him we're gonna we're gonna have him uh co-host too we're gonna have it's gonna be all three of us on there doing something and and That's taking it up. taking it back all to right, the Dante we'll, Green we'll, show I'll, days I'll, 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 I'll negotiate uh <laughs> the, the bread now nah, i'm saying <laughs> nah, it's all love it's it would it, it would be it would be jt hey before you get out of here though um we got we got our we got our little uh our music um I guess you would call it like our, I don't know what to call it. I guess it's just like our, the, the Hoop World music intro. Okay. Yeah. You still rap, JT? <laughs> oh, man. Don't try and do that, dog. Don't try and do that. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, if y'all go, if y'all go, then I'll say something. If y'all go, I'll say something. <laughs> I'm just a hype man. You know, I was always just the MC, dog. That was that was you. It was your show. You was the rapper. I don't know, man. If anything, <laughs> I, I would say my headphones. I can't. I can't hear the music that good. <laughs> and I ain't gonna go acapella. <laughs> nah, it's all good. Appreciate you coming on, my guy. Um, you already know. It's always love with you. For sure, man. Appreciate, hey, appreciate y'all having me, having me to be the first person on the show, man. Appreciate it.